bringing hope to many around the globe, transforming lives into legacies. Live in Word with Pastor Mensah Otterville. And now, today's word. When God makes your feet like the deer, you don't only have speed, you have stability. You can twist, you can turn, you can jump, but you would not fall. And David could relate to that. There were many twists and turns in his life. Many times he had to change direction without notice. All of a sudden he hears, Saul is coming against you. All of a sudden he hears, if you sleep here tonight, you are dead. But in those moments, he turned, he twisted, he moved. And he was always stable. He never moved from that into a bigger trap. Anytime he moved, he was stable, he was secure, and he could move on. When God makes your feet like the feet of the deer, he gives you speed and he gives you stability. You don't fall from frying pan to fire. You don't fall from one trouble to the other. But when you twist and turn, he gives you stability. You can have that stability. In the second part of the verse 33, David says, he sets me on my high places. I love that. God raises me up to new heights. He sets me on my high places. David saw the twists and the turns of his life as the means through which God was promoting him. Every time he faced an enemy or an attack, God used it to promote him to a higher level. Every battle he fought allowed him to capture a new strategic position. God setting you on high. The twists and turns of life are not diverting your direction and attention. They are setting you on high. When you see your life moving in zigzags, sometimes you may not see progress. But David saw the zigzags of his life as God setting him on high. From the day he was anointed at the age of 17 until the day he was fully acknowledged as king when he was 30. For 13 years, his whole life was running, twist, turns, move here, move there. Enemy on right one side, enemies within, enemies without. And yet he said, as God helped me along this way, he was setting me on high. He never saw the twists and turns of his life as taking him backwards. He saw it as setting him on high. You know, many times when we face the twists and turns of life, we think our lives are not moving anywhere. We're not achieving anything. Nothing is happening in my life. I'm just running, 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 running. Enemies, enemies, enemies. But David says, in the midst of all of that, God set me on my high places. Isn't that wonderful? To know that in the midst of all the turns of life and all the twists of life, God is setting you up in new heights. When God sets you on high, it means that he's also positioning you in the right place. God positions you in the right place. God's promotion is never wrong. 
When God promotes you, he positions you in the right place. And so for David, every turn of his life positioned him in the right place. Now the right place does not mean no more battle. Now we would wish that when God puts us in the right place, it means that, oh, no enemy. But sometimes the right place will be straight in front of Goliath. That's your promotion, and it landed you right in front of Goliath. It's the right place. Sometimes the right place is in the palace of Saul, where you have a crazy king, an insecure king, who wants to kill you, who loves you and hates you at the same time and wants to kill you, but it's the right place. It's the right place. God's right place is not a problem-free place. God's one right place sometimes will be right in the battlefield, right in front of another battle. But that is the right place. The right place in life is not where you want to be. The right place in life is where God places you. And if he puts you in the battlefield, it's the right place. If you wake up one morning and you find, uh-oh, Goliath, it's the right place if God puts you there. If God puts you there, Goliath may shout, may taunt, may threaten, but that's the best he can do because you're going to get his head off his shoulders and God is going to give you victory. He sets me on my high places. God puts me in the right place. When God puts us is setting us on the right place. He lifts us up one step at a time. One step at a time. God knew what he wanted to do with David's life. When he sent Samuel to go to the house of Jesse in Bethlehem and anoint one of the sons of Jesse as king, God knew what he wanted to do with David. He knew the guy was king. He was king material. When Samuel poured the oil on him, he didn't anoint him to be a hustler. He didn't anoint him to be a runaway boy. He didn't anoint him to be a refugee. He anointed him to be king. But it took him 13 years to be king. Because Many times we think when God calls us for something, anoints us for something, equips us for something, we will be it instantly. But God is going to lead you one step at a time, one promotion at a time. And he's going to take you to face battles right in front of you. One moment, you're fighting in the wilderness. Next moment... You're fighting Goliath. Next moment, you're fighting in the palace. Next moment, you're fighting in the wilderness. Next moment, you're fighting people in your own house. But each battle takes you higher and higher and higher and shows God to you in ways you have never known. Some of us know God as the one who wins battles in the valleys. But he also wants you to know he can win battles on the mountaintop. And he wants you to know he can win battles in your home and he can win battles in the office. So he's going to create a lot of battles around you. 
Just for him to show you, I can win here, and I can win there, and I can win there, and I can win here also. God is not afraid of your enemies, by the way. But he's going to lead you one step at a time. In verse 34, David says, he teaches my hands to make war. So that my arms can bend a bow of bronze. He teaches my hands to make war. The Lord teaches me how to fight. God teaches me how to fight. That's a very important lesson. How to fight. How to fight. May God teach us how to fight. David had no battle experience when he faced Goliath in battle. Yet he says the Lord trained his hands for war. So, but at the time he met Goliath, he was not in the army. He was not in the military. But he says, God trained me for that moment. The Lord trained my hand for war. How did God train a man who had never fought to fight? How, when did God train David for war? And how did God train David? God trained David without David knowing he was being trained. He had no clue he was in training school. One day his father said to him, Dave, the servants are on strike. And the sheep are in the wilderness and your older brothers don't want to watch sheep. The girls will laugh at them in the village. So, you're the little boy. Go to the forest, go to the wilderness, go take care of the sheep. Look like banishment. So he goes to the wilderness alone and he's taking care of his family's sheep. Taking care of sheep is not exciting because you can't converse with sheep. You can't discuss politics with them. You can't read a newspaper to them. So it's a boring task. And many times the sheep are just walking lazily, just eating grass, lying down, sleeping, waking, you know, doing other stuff. And, uh, and that's all David was watching. It's boring. So whilst it was boring, he started to use his time. So he would take his slingshot and put a stone in it and throw the stone. And take the stone, put it on his sling and throw it and throw it. And throw it and throw it. Pretty soon he realized, I'm really good at this thing. So he continues throwing stones and throwing stones and throwing stones and sharpening throwing of stones and sharpening throwing of stones. And he has no idea that he was being trained. He didn't know. This is God's training school, giving me a boring job, putting me in an office I don't like, giving me a job I hate. It's my training. You think God is going to train you by taking you to university? Anybody can go to university. Anybody can go to school. God's training is with life skills. He's a life trainer. He's going to put you in life situations. And that's how he trains you. And sometimes he's going to put you in places you don't like, but that's your training ground. May I please suggest to some of you, you are now under training. You don't like your boss? Welcome to training 101. Your job is boring? 
Welcome to training. This is God's training school. And David had no clue. And he's just throwing stones and throwing stones and throwing stones. And God is going to train each one of us. The thing about training is you can run away from training school. Or you can decide not to learn in training school. But if you learn, the next thing happens after when God is training you, he will test your strength. He will test your strength. After God has trained you, he will test you. He will place a task before you that draws on what you've learned. And the test will not come announced. God's test will not come announced. There's no exam week. God has not come and said, well, uh, my son, uh, this week is exam week. Prepare for geography. And learn about the semi-deciduous forest. No. That's not how God announces exam. You're just there and the test starts. So David is throwing stones one day, throwing stones one day, throwing, throwing and he doesn't even know why he's throwing stones. He thinks, yes, yes, I'm just whiling away the time. I'm just whiling away the time. And test comes. A lion shows up, picks one of his sheep, begins to run. And David picks a stone, puts it in his thing, shoom, 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 whack, and hits the lion. Test passed. Now, David could have said, well, it's okay. There are more sheep here. But instantly, something in him connected to what he had been working on all his life. And somehow he noticed that the skill he had developed, which he thought was useless, was for this purpose. And he passes the test. Many times you never value the test God takes you through until after. Sometimes it takes you 10 years. You look back and say, ah, thank God I learned that. And places you hate becomes the places you love most. People you hated all your life, all of a sudden you love them because 20 years from now you look back and say, that man, that woman, that situation, that office taught me all I know in my life. And it is because of them I can do what I can do. God trains my hands for war. David did not go to military school. He never went to military academy under Saul. But he was trained for war. How? On his own. In the affairs of life. And God will test your strength after he has taught you. He trains you. God teaches me how to fight. But when God teaches us how to fight, doesn't just give us strength, but God gives us strategy for every battle. David knew that in every battle, God had a strategy to give him the upper hand. He was confident that no matter how strong the enemy was, God knew a way around the enemy. God always has a winning strategy. When he faced Goliath, the strategy was to knock Goliath on the head and immobilize him. 
and later take him out. But when he faced Saul, the strategy was not to knock Saul in the head and take him out. So when he's faced with Saul, his servant said, well, it worked in Goliath's time. You still have a sword, cut off his head. That's how we do business. But David understood for every battle, there's a different strategy. And in this battle, the strategy is don't touch this man. He will go another way, but don't touch him. Because if you touch him, you are sowing a seed for the rest of your life that is going to boomerang on you. So David is tested twice, but he follows the strategy. There was a time he goes to the Philistines because Saul is running against him and the strategy is he begins to behave like a madman. He grew a beard and spat on his beard and talking like a madman and everybody said, oh, leave, leave. he's a madman and they left him alone. He survived strategy. When his son Absalom came against him in Jerusalem, David had the power to, re- to defend Jerusalem against Absalom. But the strategy was leave Jerusalem as God's house and never fight in God's habitation. Go out there. And he left. The strategy was to leave the city. You can't fight every battle the same way. You can't quarrel with everybody. You can't beat everybody. You can't have one stick for every problem. God teaches me how to fight. And there are certain battles God is going to say, go fight. And the other battles God will say, leave it to me. The battle is the Lord's. He teaches me how to fight. He teaches me how to fight. He shows me the strategy. He helps me understand what to do at every time. And, and, and if you would wait on the Lord and trust him, and not just trust in your own understanding, he will show you how to fight. There are certain battles you are fighting now, you shouldn't be fighting them. There are certain people you are hating, you don't have to hate them. Because God will take care of them two weeks from now. But here you are, you, you are so overwhelmed. Hey, hey, hey. And God has an agenda for him two weeks. He's going to meet God. So learn his strategy. And when God says, hold your peace, please hold your peace. Thank you for listening to Living Word. To interact with Pastor Mensah Otebill, like his page on Facebook. Follow him on Twitter at Mensah Otebill. Email otebill at centralgospel.com or call plus 233-302-688-000.